0: what is going on everybody this is your girl ebony and i am back with another podcast the title of today's podcast is called making room for the next level okay so as people of god as christians you know we always want god to bless us and it's good to be blessed because blessings what it makes us happy we always talk about blessings being blessed you know, wanting new things, etc, cetera, etc, cetera. but one of the things that we really don't discuss very deeply is in order for God to bless us, the way that He wants to bless us, the way that He needs to bless us, it requires certain things in order to receive in order for us to receive the things that God has for us for one, we have to be available, we have to be available. To God in order to receive the things that he has for us. Not only do we have to be available. But we have to be empty in those areas. That he wants to fill up. Now I don't just mean material things, material blessings when I say make a room. Sometimes make a room looks different than what we may think, or it looks different than what we were expecting, but it shouldn't matter what our view on blessings are in, in, in making room, as long as we understand the concept and that we're mature enough to, to understand it from God's perspective, because it doesn't matter what we think it is or what we want it to be, making room in God's eyes is making room in God's eyes, and it's, it's really what he says it is for us. So some of the things that I'm going to go over and discuss in making room, I know it may sting some people, but that's okay. That is okay. We are here to grow. We are here to learn. We are here to move forward and become a better people. Okay, certain things that making room for God in our lives requires, for one, it requires faith. Making room for God in our lives requires faith. Faith is the number one thing that gets God to move, not because he needs it, but because he loves us. And because he knows, he knows that through Jesus Christ, we have all been given the amount of the gift of faith. Each and every Christian has a level of faith, but we all each have the gift for that faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people have the gift of faith to pray and, and see the sick healed. You know, some people have the gift of faith to go out on the stage and sing, and, and the Holy Ghost reaches the people through through their voice to, to be healed and to be moved in that moment. We all have a different level of a gift of faith. So, making room requires faith. What does making room also look like, and what does it require Making room also requires forgiveness. Okay, forgiveness. In order for us to make room for the things that God has for us, we have to forgive. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive others. Whether the fault is facts or it's something that we feel that we have been offended by. Because you ever been offended by someone or you know something basically been ever been offended by someone and how you perceive that offense wasn't what they intended it to be you know what I'm saying so like how we received it wasn't their intentions like what they put out wasn't the motive wasn't how we received it so say like if someone made a statement and their intention was to say it in love. Like they didn't have a pure, you know, they had a pure motive behind it. They, they weren't trying to do anything sick. So they really meant it in love and they tried to um, get that message across to you or to a group of people. But maybe one or two people out of the crowd or maybe yourself, you received it in offense. That doesn't mean that they're right. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. And it doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. Sometimes uh forgiving forgiving others and forgiving yourselves is sometimes forgiving people even when we've been offended by something or when you've been offended by something, even if it wasn't intended that way. Sometimes if you're hurt by something, you still have to forgive it. You still have to look at the why behind it, what maybe there's something in that offense that is God is revealing. An area to where you need to grow, where some people need to grow. So faith requires forgiveness because forgiveness leads to healing. Making room requires healing. There are times in life when we are uh, hurt, you know, by the critics. Where we are hurt by naysayers. We have wounds. Um. There are times when we have to take accountability for ourselves, and there are going to be times where God is going to try to show us that hey it's not other people that you need to be healed from you need to be healed from yourself because there there are going to be times in our lives and this is for everyone to where we are going to go about this life self-sabotaging either ourselves or the blessings that god has trying to is trying to send our way there's going to be times when we're going to uh, self-sabotage other people from walking into our lives because we have things that we need to deal with so making room For God also requires healing because we need to be healed and we need to be whole on the inside as people. It's no fun walking around when everything on the outside looks great, but on the inside, you just got junk that God is saying, hey, you need to deal with this, you need to deal with X, Y, Z, and you refuse to get healed. Being healed is going to be one of the top three things or one of the top five things that's going to be needed in order to make room making room also requires courage and making room also requires perseverance why because when we make room when we walk in step out on faith when we when we walk in love when we walk in forgiveness when we start looking at you know the things that are going on in our minds in order to become more Christ like because God has given us the grace to to walk in uh Galatians 6:22 and 23 to walk in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. When God has given us grace to do things like that, and it's going to take courage, it's going to take perseverance because whenever we try to move forward in life, remember that Satan is always going to attack us. Not try to attack us, he is going to attack us. But it's up to God of whether he is going to allow that thing to to use it to steer us in a better direction, meaning God only allows us to be attacked When it's in his will, not that God is, God is doing it, but God is allowing it because he knows that he knows that through Christ and in Jesus Christ, that God is going to use that attack from an enemy for one to work out for the good and for for the better of those that love him. But he's also going to have that thing that he's using, uh, To to make us a better person. To grow in a certain area. And sometimes that's going to be painful. But that part requires courage. And it requires perseverance. Because if truth be told. As Christians uh none of us none of us want to be attacked none of us wants to go through trials none of us wants to go through drama we just don't want to go through it if we can just go through life peacefully and everything will be fine and dandy that probably would want to be the number one option for for christians is to not have drama to not have trials to not have you know a messed up mind to not have uh uh generational curses to not you know just deal with everyday life and problems and things like that if If we had the option to choose a perfect life, we probably would want to choose that. It's like, oh yeah, press that button. Let's choose, you know, a great life. But that's not the case. We live here on this earth and the devil is going to roam for however long God is going to allow him to roam. And until we meet Jesus in the sky, until we make it to heaven, we have to remain on this earth until God calls us home. And until then, while we are on this earth, these are the things that we are constantly going to be battling, forgiving people, forgiving ourselves, um, walking in Christ to, to get healed, to get whole, and to, to become a more mature Christian. And that requires faith and perseverance and, and courage because truth be told, there are going to be times when you know, you're going to want to quit. You're not going to want to go through it. You're not going to want to try to be strong. You're not going to want to try to pull other people up. There are going to be times in our lives where we want to quit. You can ask any major pastor. You can ask any child of God who's who's been on this earth for 30 years or more. There are going to be those Christians who are going to tell you there have been plenty of times when they wanted to quit. I've wanted to quit plenty of times. But... We, we dig in the scriptures, we, we fast and we pray and we seek God and we, we ask God to give us strength and we ask God to give us courage and we ask God to help us persevere along this journey in life because it's hard, okay? And that's going to require faith and it's going to require courage and it's going to require perseverance because we are going to need it, especially if we want to make room for what God has for us because remember that Satan is our enemy. And what does your enemy do? Your enemy tries to sabotage everything that's coming your way. Why? Because they don't want you to have it. So everything that God is speaking for us to have, not that Satan is powerful uh, enough to, to divert or um, mess up God's will because he can't. So what does the devil do? He works through us and he works through other people too, to try to distract us and to try to get us to self-sabotage. The things that God wants us to have, the the areas in our lives to where God wants us to grow and to mature, and that's going to require faith, courage, and perseverance. Okay, so just keep that in mind as you are thinking about what does making room look for you look like for you. Okay, what does um, making room look like for you and I? And it's different for it's different for each each and every one of us. Um, in order for us to move forward, you know, uh, there needs to be room. That's like you okay. For example, say you're driving. You're driving down the road and you realize, dang, I made a wrong turn. Okay, you're in your car and you have to turn around, and do a detour, in order to you for you to get back on, uh, the right path. You realize you turned down the wrong road. You gotta you gotta somehow make a detour to go either left, right, or somehow make a U turn to go back through uh the wrong um the wrong road that you went down on in order to get back on the road that you were on in order to uh get back on the right path now in order for you to make that detour in your car you need room around you now imagine you're in the car in your car and you realize dang i made a wrong turn what if you were on the narrowest road ever and you couldn't uh turn your car around because you didn't have room It's very frustrating, right? So if you think about that, think about that image, and think about that scenario, and think of how that can relate to our lives when you know we're living in sin, we're we're going down the wrong path that God doesn't want us on. You know, we're um we're going to school and getting a degree that we know that God doesn't want us to get, but He wants us to do something else. You know, say like if you have a family of lawyers or a family of doctors, and you're trying to get that law degree or that doctor's degree because that's what everyone in your family you know has done previously to you so you're thinking oh man this is what I'm supposed to be doing because it runs in my family well God may be calling you to do something completely different maybe the complete opposite it may not even be going to school it may be uh writing books it may be being an actor or a singer he may want you to be gospel a gospel artist or he ma- he may want you to open up your own business but uh, you won't know that until you get with God and and you and you make room for the things that he wants you to have. Okay, so making room for God and moving forward, we have to have room. We have to make room because there are going to be times in life like the car um, down a narrow road. These things like living in sin, not doing what God told us to do, not being on the right path. These things build roadblocks. They build roadblocks down our road that we're supposed to go on, and the more roadblocks that we that is built up in our path and in our lives, you know, holding on to unforgiveness, uh, not walking in love, you know, not reading the scriptures uh, on a daily basis or whenever, you, you know, you have the time that God is telling you to, if God is putting it on your heart to I read the scriptures, you know, when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, we're not doing X, Y, and Z from God. We are shortening up our roads. We're making our roads more narrow. And therefore, we don't have room for God. We don't have room for God to bless us how he wants us. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want to bless us. is that we don't have room. Okay? Making room requires obedience. And that's hard. Having obedience and walking in obedience to God is hard. Because the flesh wants what it wants. This is another reason why God has called called us to fast. Because we have to deny the flesh. And I'm going to tell you from experience, when I fasted in the In the past, let me tell you something. There's nothing like wanting a strawberry Pop-Tart when you ain't had it in three years, when you're on on a 10-day fast. Let me tell you, that Pop-Tart is probably like the best thing ever, okay? I've been there, done that. I understand what it's like to tell your flesh, no, you're not going to eat the strawberry Pop-Tart. You ain't had this Pop-Tart in three years. Now you're on a 10-day fast, and now all of a sudden you want a strawberry Pop-Tart. Like, you ain't never had a desire for something until you start fasting, telling yourself you can't have it for 10 days. You think you finna die. Okay, so making room for God requires obedience, and that is hard, but I'm telling you, you can get through it. It's going to take some time. It's going to take courage and perseverance to be obedient, but I'm telling you, you can do it in and through Jesus Christ. You can, can and you will do it. You have to tell yourself, I will get through this. I will do X, Y, and Z. I will be disciplined. So make room for what God has in store for you, because I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing to be able to receive the blessings from God, and I'm not talk, I'm, I'm not just talking about monetary blessings. A lot of people think, you know, oh, you know, she may be talking about prosperity. No, I don't. I don't do that prosperity preaching stuff. I'm talking about making room for God to go to the next level for the things that God has for us. It doesn't mean monetary blessings only. This, this, I'm talking about whatever blessings that God has for you. Okay. What does making room look like to you? Stop and ask yourself and reflect. What is it that I want in life? What are the things that I desire? What do I feel like God has called on me to do? What do I feel like God wants to bless me with? Okay. And for this concept, when taking place will be different for the, each of us. Like every, every one of us has uh, things in our lives to so where we need to get rid of. And it's going to look different for everyone. Um, Making room could be literally like cleaning out your house and removing old furniture to replace the new. If you think about this concept, think about if you went out and you purchased new furniture, paid in full, and you wanted to put the new furniture in your house. Say like if you already had a couch and you brought a new couch. You already had a dining room table and you brought a new dining room table. You can't have... Well, I'm not saying you can't, but imagine trying to put two couches on top of each other or two tables on top of each other, people are going to walk in your house and your house is going to look a hot mess. So in order for you to put the couch in its place and to put the new table in its place, you have to remove the old table and the old couch. Okay? This concept is not that hard to to grasp. Um, What else does making room look like? Uh, Making room for the things that you want and that you desire could look like. And another example, say you wanted to remove your kids from one district where they were going to school at in order to uh, put them into another school that you feel like is more proper for them and for their education. That means that you have to remove them from that old school, from that old district, and to put them in a new one because you feel like this is going to be one of the schools that's going to set them up for the future that you feel like they should have, even though at a certain age, you know, kids gonna do what they want to do, but that you feel that they they should have, or your child or children may be expressing to you, hey, you know, mom, dad, I wanna do X, Y, and Z. And you may be thinking, Okay, uh this school that you're going to now isn't gonna set you up for your desire. So let me put you into, you know, a school for nursing or um a school for arts and craft or um a for performing arts if your your kids are artistic, things like that. Making room for those type of things is gonna require that type of action. Um what else does making room look like? Okay, you wanna be financially blessed, you want to have good credit, what is that gonna look like? That's gonna be not spending, you know, all of your um your pay, you know, uh saving up, having a savings account, paying off your debt if you have, if you want good credit. So not spending and paying off your debt and having a savings account is going to be making room for your financial blessings. That's what making room in that situation looks like. Okay, what else does making room look like? Putting off the old man and developing your new man, which is in Jesus Christ, to become a more and more mature Christian. And that's just developing your, your spirit man and, and dying to your flesh. Uh, it also is allowing God to remove those people and those individuals from our lives who, who can't go with us to the next level. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people. And it doesn't mean that they're going to be bad people in your life. It just means that God did not call them to go with you to your next level. Because when you get to your next level, God is going to introduce you to new people that you're going to need. And you guys are going to, it's going to be like iron, sharp iron sharpens iron. You're going to need those people on that level. And vice versa, God is gonna be probably re- removing you from other people's lives, so that way they can grow, and then they can do, they can meet other people where they need to meet. And sometimes, you know, um, making room when it comes to people, it could mean that. You know, maybe there's some codependency going on. Codependency is one of the worst things that you can you can uh, be attached to, um as as a bad habit. As a Christian, you can't be codependent on people. It's okay to to love people. It's okay to um want to be friends. But when you're codependent, meaning you cannot function in a particular type of way unless you are around certain people, it's a hindrance for. for from, for you because God is is showing us that we are all that he needs. And God doesn't mean this in a bad way, but if we're codependent upon people and if people are codependent upon us, we hinder them and then they hinder us from leaning on God 100% because that's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. Is we're supposed to be leaning on God 100%. But if we are codependent um, out of fear and out of insecurities and out of brokenness, Uh, being codependent codependent upon other people we're never gonna allow god to dig into those places that we need to be given up in order for him to heal us that's why codependency is dangerous okay one of our prayers that we need to be praying as christians is for god to uh to allow us to make room for him okay we need to be allowing god to make room in our lives for him um for his blessings and what he is doing in it through us because let me tell you something in order for god to work and move in our lives there are going to be certain areas in our lives that we are going to need to give up in order for him to work because god does not have time for uh him and satan like he he can't like if you're not going to let go of X, Y, and Z. He's just he's not he's not gonna force himself upon us. Okay, he he doesn't have room for you to be, um, wanting to live in sin, wanting to hold on to certain toxic people. He's not gonna want you to be, um, wanting to go down the wrong path. He's not gonna be wanting you to be distracted, um, by by certain things by um taking the wrong you know the um, by focusing on getting the wrong degree, uh, in life. So because God is not going to force himself upon us and to force his will on us, he's just going to tap us on the shoulder and prompting us through the Holy Spirit to say, hey, I need you to uh, not watch as much TV. I need you to be focusing on going back to school for this. I need you to be focused more on your kids. I need you to be focused more on prayer time. I need you to be focused more on uh, giving and tithing. You know, God is going to prompt us through the Holy Spirit, and he's going to be tapping us on our shoulders and putting, you know, little desires in our hearts and in our spirit, man, to do certain things that he needs us to do, but he's never going to force us. So when God prompts you to do X, Y, and Z, uh, your best bet is to get on that thing because I know what that's like. I've been there. I've done that. And um, just to also open up our minds to see to see what God wants to show us. Sometimes making room um, in God's economy is meditating on his words instead of, um, you know, the, the the bad things that your husband told you before you walk out the house and hurt your feelings. Uh, meditating on his words versus um, the things that you heard your parents uh, saying, hateful things growing up. Uh, meditating on his words instead of uh, meditating on what your critics have have said you know what the naysayers have said the things that they've spoken against you making room may look like disregarding the negative disregarding the hateful things and you know meditating on uh philippians 4 verses 13 saying that you can do all things through christ rather than believing you're never going to amount to none you're never going to be anything that's literally what making room in our minds looks like it looks like putting off the things that are not of God and putting it on the things of God. That's making room for God in our minds because our minds are so powerful. That's why Christ talks about having a Christ like mind in the New Testament. Because Christ knows that in our minds, if we are there in our minds, before our actual physical bodies are there, we are we are gonna be more excited to do that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like say for instance if um you're a person who who doesn't like to run who, who doesn't like to exercise but if you tell yourself you know what i want to better myself i want to get healthier i want to be healthy i want to be fit if you tell yourself that in your mind and and you start telling yourself you know what working out is going to be great even though i may not feel like it it's going to be good i'm going to i'm going to work out 3 or 5 times a week i'm going to i'm going to be in my best shape and et cetera, et cetera, When you start saying that in your mind, it makes you want to work out. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go. I'm going to be fit. I'm going to eat right. I'm, I'm going to uh, develop healthy habits. That's what also making room looks like. It means getting getting to that place in your mind and accepting that there's better for you out there. You're getting there in your minds before you actually get there. That's what having faith is. Faith is, is believing Upon those things that are not but as though they were. Meaning you're receiving something that's already happened in the future yet you don't have it like right now in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what faith is. Okay. And to make room for those things that you have prayed for. um, God is not going to bless you when you are not willing to be flexible to change when you're not when you're not willing to be uh, comfortable with being uncomfortable, when you're not willing to be flexible to His promptings of His Holy Spirit, and when you are not willing to to grow stronger as a Christian, um, God wants to bless us. He does. He He wants to bless us um, not just monetarily, but He wants to bless us in areas where wherever there's been hurt and pain, He wants to fill that you know pain with love, you know um, wherever there was a void, he wants to fill that void with, with his wholeness and, in his, his healing power, you know, you know, wherever, wherever, whatever place that you and I have lacked, God wants to fill that, that space, that void, the, the pain, the hurt with love and joy and peace and in, in patience. And he wants to, to just fill us with all his glory and, and with all his with with all his power and his might that he has for us, because imagine if you had a child and you sat there and you watched them struggle, you know um, with homework or with something you ever watch a child struggle, and in your heart you're like, man, I want to save them, I want to I want to help them, you know that's your child, you don't want to see them suffer, you don't want to see them struggle. The love in you as a parent um, it, it rises up and it gives you the grace to pour out into them so that they won't struggle. You, you have the grace and the love that, that, that fills you up to where you reach out to your child and you say, let me help you with this. So let me, let me take the burden off of you. Because as a parent, you don't want to see your child struggle. You don't want to see them hurt. You don't want to see them in pain. You want to help make things better. Now, I'm not talking about times when, you know, you need to be strict and you need to, uh, be stern because children also need you know a balance you know they need they need the mother they need the father they need a balance but I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the parts where you see your child struggling you see them go through things you see them hurt and sad and things that make them cry as a parent that feeling that that rises up in you that makes you want to save them and to save their day that's exactly how God feels but probably a million times more because he's God you know he's 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 infinite he is he loves unconditionally that's how god is for us so when when we when we talk about the topic of making room we're making room for everything that god has already called us to have but because we have grown up in this world of evil of bad things that happen of of unpredictable things that has happened god is telling us that um we need we need to forgive those who've hurt us we need to forgive ourselves you know we need to receive healing from the wounds and the critics and 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 we need courage and we need perseverance and we need uh we need god we need jesus christ and and thank God for uh sending his holy Spirit to live in us because the holy Spirit is our g p s our g p s in life you know when when things are going wrong, you know, the Holy Spirit can talk to us, you know. When things are going wrong, you know, the Holy Spirit will be interceding for us with Jesus Christ and praying for even things that we don't even know that we have need of, okay. And I'll give you another, another example, and then i close on this topic. Um, making room also can look like um, letting go of whoever your him or her is, uh, You have the right to, um, how can I say it? Okay, so letting go of him or her um, can look like, uh, say for instance, if you have a desire to be married. And you know from a little girl or from ever since you were a little boy that... You always dreamed of being married. And you know that one day you're going to be married, but you keep picking up the wrong him or her, right? You keep you keep attaching yourself to the wrong people. You're thinking, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the person who I'm supposed to marry? And God is saying, making room looks like letting go of him or her because what you have is you have the right desire. Now, listen to me carefully. You have the right desire you have a godly desire. God knows what he put on your heart a long time ago. You have the right desire, but you are attached to the wrong person. Okay? You have the right desire, but you are attached to the wrong person. God cannot bless you with a husband or a wife when you are attached to the person that he does not have for you to marry. So what does making room look like for God in that aspect? Let go. Let them go. It's hard. You probably read dated them for three or four years, and you're probably thinking, "Man, when are we gonna get married?" The reason why you're not married is because you know deep down in your heart that that's not who God has for you. That's not who God is calling you to marry. Having the right desire but being attached to the wrong person will get you out of God's will the quickest. Let him or her go because God does not have room for him and Satan. Like I said before, God is gonna always give us the free will to do whatever it is that we want to do. But if you if you are praying for God to bless you, if you are praying for the things of the will of God, you are going to have to make room. And making room is going to look different for you and me. Making room is going to look different for the next person. So when you ask God to help you to make room, when God starts prompting you to do little things, uh, to... To eventually get to the bigger picture, do that. Be obedient. Obedience is going to be like your number one savior. Okay, be obedient. There's nothing like asking God to bless you into doing X, Y, and Z, and then when He prompts you to meet Him halfway, you're walking in disobedience. That's not gonna get you anywhere. So I pray that you guys were blessed by this message. I pray that you start asking God to help you make room to also help show you to. To also help him show you how to make room in your life and to be fit for you. So to make room, be blessed by this message. Um, I pray that you subscribe to this podcast channel and uh, and keep it going. Keep the notifications going. Hit that subscribe button so that way you can see whenever I upload um, my next podcast. So I pray that you guys again were blessed by this message. And I'll see y'all next time. Bye.